I've edited this properly. If if not, let's carry on. If so, welcome to part three, everybody. <laughs> this is what you call editing on the fly. This is what you call in-mic editing. Is that what you call it? I'm not sure. Anyway, welcome back uh, to the podcast. Uh, if I did edit this, or welcome back if you just decided to hit pause and go have a sandwich or something and come back. Either way it goes. Uh, this is the podcast episode. I don't know what. And I'm cleaning out my closet, baby. Um, here's a couple of things. I wrote these down because I thought these were interesting. So uh, there were a couple of news stories that I... And when I say news, I use that term very loosely. I didn't see this in a newspaper or on, or on CNN or anything. These are just headlines I read on the Facebook Tribune. Uh, one was about The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Are, are you guys... Are you familiar with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> very popular guy. Um... He went, he went on, I guess he was interviewed, and they were talking about pro wrestling, and he gave his Mount Rushmore of pro wrestlers. Now, everybody, can, everybody you know, connected to the world of professional wrestling has given their Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. And every time they do, they have three, like the first three people they, they name are people that everyone can agree with. They all, every one of them mentions Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Ric Flair. And... That 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 would be the first three I would mention as well. But the fourth, the the fourth person these people mention are always crazy. So the Rock, the Rock mentioned, the Rock mentioned Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, and Ric Flair, like everyone else. And then he had a three-way tie for his fourth, which would be the Undertaker, Jackie Fargo, and Pat Patterson. And here's why these are are weird. Um, I, I'm. You know, Jackie Fargo's old school, and The Rock grew up in the wrestling business, which is why he probably put that on the list. Uh, Pat Patterson, R.I.P., he was a guy who uh, is a huge deal. Pat Patterson is so much of a huge part of professional wrestling, uh, and has been forever, um, but behind the scenes, like when he was an active performer, an active pro wrestler, he was, you know, he was popular, but he was, he didn't give as much to pro wrestling as a wrestler as he did behind the scenes. So much of what, you know, is current pro wrestling came from the mind of Pat Patterson. And Pat Patterson uh, was a close personal friend of The Rock's. Uh, he helped him get into the business, so that's why that's up there. Uh, and, uh, you know, The Undertaker is The Undertaker. So that's a, you know, who doesn't like The Undertaker, right? So, so my personal th- my personal four, because I, I don't watch pro wrestling anymore. I haven't watched in a long time, but for a long, long time. When I was a little kid, when I was a teenager, well into my adult years, I was a pro wrestling fan. Uh, I, I haven't outgrown pro wrestling. I just think pro wrestling sucks these days. It's just not good. Uh, I just don't find it entertaining. Some of it, you know, I mean, the, like the W, there's all kinds of different wrestling promotions out there, but the WWE alone has like 12 hours of television a week. And, you know, out of those 12 hours, you know, 20 minutes might be entertaining. It's just not good anymore as far as I'm concerned. So I don't watch. Um, but here, here's, here's mine. My, I, I agree with the rock for his first three. I would put Hulk Hogan. Now, again, we can't, (laughs) we, we can't, we can't, we can't, take into consideration these people's personal lives because a lot of these people are uh, have been proven to be not so great people. Uh, Hulk Hogan is a racist. Uh, Hulk Hogan is a liar. Hulk Hogan is a backstabbing piece of shit. Um, Hulk Hogan is basically the state of Florida. If you just look at him, he looks like the state of Florida. It's just he's gross and he's a gross person, but you can't deny that he is 
one of, still to this day, by the way, one of the most recognizable pro wrestlers of all time. In fact, if you Family Feud style just polled a hundred random people in a parking lot somewhere and asked them to name a pro wrestler, I would say more than half of them would probably name Hulk Hogan. That's how important he is slash was to the wrestling business. We wouldn't have WrestleMania without Hulk Hogan. Uh, we wouldn't have the rock and wrestling uh, 80s. Uh, uh, without Hulk Hogan, uh, wrestlers probably wouldn't have the uh, the opportunities outside of wrestling that they have now if it weren't for Hulk Hogan. So he's on my Mount Rushmore, obviously. Um, just like The Rock, I would also put Stone Cold Steve Austin on my um, on my Mount Rushmore because in the '90s, Stone Cold Steve Austin, especially in the mid to late '90s, he was the biggest name in professional wrestling. He he was the biggest part of bringing wrestling to the to the main you know, to to the mainstream. Like, back in the day when I was a kid in the 80s, wrestling was pretty much just for uh, redneck morons and little babies. You know, the Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, these were characters designed to entertain children <laughs> for the most part, right? Um, but Stone Cold was more of a real-life character. He was still way over the top because it's wrestling, but he was he was more of a relatable person. Like, I can't relate to a guy who wears tassels on his big-ass arms and has face paint. I can't relate to that guy. Um, but I can relate to a guy who hates his boss and just wants to drink a beer. I can relate to that dude. And he was a he was a big star. And Steve Austin is the reason why I didn't put The Rock on my on my uh, Mount Rushmore, because The Rock was in the in the late 90s. If you're looking at who the biggest star in wrestling is, it, you got Steve Austin number one and Steve and, and, and The Rock right there underneath. And the reason I didn't put him on my list is because Stone Cold, he was he was there during the same time as Stone Cold, and as long as Steve Austin was in the business, The Rock was never going to be number one. Um, uh, <laughs> and also, The Rock was a much bigger star outside of wrestling. Like he's he's the biggest movie star in the world right now. Uh, and and he was only he was only in wrestling for eight years. So uh, Steve Austin goes there. But then again, just like Hogan's not the greatest guy, Steve Austin, uh, you know, Steve Austin likes drinking beer. Steve Austin likes hanging out on his ranch. Steve Austin, you know, at least he used to like uh, hitting women. So you know, you can't <laughs> you can't take their personal lives into consideration when you're when you're making this sort of list. Um, and then again, I, I would also agree with The Rock. I put uh, I put Ric Flair up there because Ric Flair, you know, he was he was the biggest non-WWF star in the world for a very long time. And then he joined up with the WWF in his later days and he became one of the big stars in the WWF. Uh, and again, probably don't want to, um, you know... <laughs> Talk about his personal, but uh, I started this this episode talking about how Eminem and Don Rickles got away with it forever. Ric Flair's whole character has been he's this he's this womanizing, binge drinking, crazy person. That's that's been the Ric Flair character, um, and you know, unfortunately, that's been the Ric Flair person <laughs> forever. And everyone, you know, it's not a shock. Everyone knows that he's this, um, you know, gross, <laughs> gross person. Uh, and now all of a sudden we're uh, putting the stop to it. Why do, why do all of a sudden, 70 years later, we, we, we cancel Ric Flair 
but we don't cancel Eminem. I'm not saying either one should or shouldn't be canceled. I'm just saying, how does Eminem get the pass? Why did Don Rickles get the pass? But the nature boy, woo, why doesn't he get a pass? I don't understand that. Um, but again, he, he was everything pro wrestling should be, especially in the 80s. He could talk. He could make you hate him. He could make you love him. He could entertain you without without putting on his boots. And then inside the ring, like from a technical standpoint, he also knew how to put on a good match. He had a mind for the business. He looked like a wrestler. I put him in my, my Mount Rushmore. But uh, my fourth is not is not someone who The Rock went with. Uh, and uh, as, as far as like hardcore wrestling fans, they might disagree with me. But I got to put John Cena in my number four simply because... When you look at who's the biggest star of the era, back in the 80s, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair were the two biggest stars in professional wrestling. And then uh, in the 90s, you had, you had The Rock and you had Stone Cold going back and forth for who was the biggest star in, in the 90s. And then in the 2000s, and for like 20 years, there's no, there was no second place. No one was even close. John Cena was the number one, he was the face of wrestling for at least 15 fucking years. Uh, so you gotta, you know, and, and now look at him, you know, he's, he's sort of following in the footsteps of the rock and, and maybe, who knows, maybe he, maybe I'll take him off this list cause he will have, he will eventually become a bigger star outside of wrestling, but that's my Mount Rushmore. And I believe this entire episode has been a wrestling, uh, episode. So I assume a lot of people have, uh, skipped over this. So this is part three. <laughs> 